It's a good show. Hi, I'm Natasha Legero, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball Gives a Shake. We're here in the studio, tempting fate. Wherever you are, good questions to the songs which we will regulate. Select it with the help of our friends, synchronicity. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and here we have in the studio our musical guest, Abby Weems, of the band Body Mouth. That's me. She's providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations and uh, mostly curating this show by inviting illustrious guests from her her creative Ooh. life and her past, but we are actually, this this first of these is going to be a return guest to Radio 8 Ball. She was on one of our first episodes here at Starburns with Cooper Walker. Shireen Lani Yunus. Welcome. To you Radio said 8 my Ball. name perfectly. I've been saying it all the time. I love, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that I got it right. I'm so happy. Um, and you call me illustrious. I, I like I like the show already. You are. Oh no. Well, your show. You, I mean, ethnically ambiguous is getting all kinds of rave reviews. And oh yeah. People are loving it. Yeah. It's, you want to tell it's us cool. people who haven't? People should tune in and listen to your episode with Cooper Walker, yeah. and we'll get the rundown. But you can tell us what uh, ethnically ambiguous is. So ethnically ambiguous is a podcast I started with my friend Anna, who I met in college. She's Iranian American, and I'm Syrian American. And we always felt like we were ethnically ambiguous, and we wanted to talk about that. And so we made a show. Uh, we started on YouTube, then it transitioned, it transitioned into being a podcast. And we talk about being minorities and Middle Eastern issues that aren't really covered here in the U.S., whether it's politics. And then we also talk about culture. Um, and yeah, and she has a lot of experience in the podcasting world. And I'm more of like a filmmaker, art person. And so it was just a nice little union, and we can talk about both of our experiences on that. And as a filmmaker, that's part of how you know. I do. I've made, I've made a music video for Potty Mouth, and I've also made a couple for Abby herself for her solo work. Mm-hmm. And um, they're all great. And I recorded them like doing a live session, and I hope I get to do more because they're yeah. one of my favorite people to work with. <laughs> Awesome. awesome. They've become good friends of mine. Yeah. And which is the what are the song? What's the song you did a video for? Twisted. Twisted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, can we see that? Like if I. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's on Vimeo. You know what else? Where else it is? It's oh, pro, it's attached right. to this podcast. Whoa! <laughs> you see how just uh, magically that happened? You just mentioned it. You gotta put a sparkle effect in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's wild. Uh, yeah, I think working with Potty Mouth and Abby, it was like the first time in a long time that I wasn't, I mean, I was insecure in the beginning, but then it was more because I've gotten like burned in the past, which is, I think what my question is going to be about, but I'm not going to spoil that. Okay. Um, but working with them has made me a lot more confident as a as a filmmaker, just because I feel like it's a, really a collaboration and not like them judging me all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's way more fun yeah. than being judged yeah. all the time. Yeah, so yeah, I like working with them a lot, and I like that they're in my life. 
Yes. Yeah. See, I don't need someone else to judge me all the time. I have <laughs> built in right yeah, up here. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not that not that it stops them. But, yeah. You know. Mm. But the most critical voice is you find that the most critical voice is your own, or do you oh, find? Oh yeah, that... I hate everything I do. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on do it. Do you love but... the doing of it? Yeah, I do. I really love the the developing of it and actually doing it is something I really love. But I think I'm always really critical and dissatisfied. Like, oh, it could have been better. Oh, like I and then and then I just drive myself crazy. So I'm yeah. trying to get over that. Well, you're yeah, probably so. the only artist in the world who's like that. Right, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, why don't we just jump right into your question? I know you, okay. you, you, you know you prefaced it a little bit there, so well, okay. where do you want to go? So, before I met Abby, and even like years before that, I feel like I have very deep-rooted trust issues. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> surprise! Um, and... There was, like, this one friend in particular that I thought was my greatest friend in L.A., and we ended up, she basically ended up, like, breaking up with me, like, over this, like, dinner, and we haven't talked since, and she was, like, unfollowed me and everything, and I, we had spent so much time together, all these photos on social media, and I got her, like, a gift when I went to Dubai, and I feel like that really lurched me, and I still am, like, getting over that, and um, I have this, like very weird like abandonment mentality like when I was younger I would like hide in di different parts of the, my parents house like waiting for them to notice I was gone and then like find me <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, and a lot of my poetry is about this but um, <laughs> but when I met Abby when when we came because me and Abby became friends before I really met the rest of her bandmates and I, um, I sought her out. We <laughs> met at a barbecue, and then I sought her out online. I was like, you're going to be my friend. <laughs> and that's very flattering, because I think Abby is really, really cool. Maybe the coolest person I know. Well, Shereen, but... I will tell you, that's that's kind of how I felt about you right after I met you. I was like, <laughs> what? You were so yeah. you were so mean to me See? in just the Thank smartest, you. funniest, coolest, that's like, weird. you actually don't, like me kind of way. Don't compliment me. It's the truth. <laughs> um, but when I met Abby, and when we, when we started becoming close, I became really nervous because I didn't want to like become close to someone and then lose that again because that it's really fucking sucky. I know. And um, it reminded me a little bit about that friendship that I had lost because we were going on like really spontaneous trips together or just doing like I I remember what dating, it felt like. <laughs> no, I remember what it felt like to have a really close female yeah. friend. Yeah. And I've had close female friends in the past, but I always am very blocked off because I have these very deep trust issues. And so I guess my question is about one, I mean, like, it's like a multi-layered question because I know a lot of it stems from, like, a fear, like a very deep fear I have, whether it's, like, of mediocrity in my work or of losing something that I, that I don't want to lose. But I think I'm like anticipating always like lo like getting in Are a fight with someone or like every time up? every time Abby like texts me sometimes I'm like oh no she hates me <laughs> but like I know I know it's me my insecurities and I'm truly working on those but um, my question is uh, if we ever do have a big fight. I'm not a fighter, so... I know you're not, but, like, if we ever... Like, is it really 
will I be able to ever get over this fear of, of losing? Because like, yeah. I, I feel like yeah. the fear of losing someone really contributes to losing them. Like, yeah. It's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. And yeah. it, I feel like that's what happened in the past relationship I was in because I was always like ready for it to end. And then it ended. And then I was like, wait, maybe I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Because I want to hone in on the question. I, right. I'm having so many thoughts. I totally relate to this. But, <laughs> uh, so the question is, will you be able to get over the fear? Yeah. Well, because well, I feel like I will only become closer with Abby if I just accept that we're close. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes sense? I mean, yeah, and, that and, makes sense. and yeah. again, to macro microcosm, just like, Abby is like a metaphor for anyone out there yeah, who's no, feeling definitely. like, because yeah. we all have this, like, again, I'm having all these things that are firing off. We could talk mm-hmm. about after the divination. Yeah. But the question is, how can you will really I relate? Be, will yeah. I be able to overcome this truly self-imposed mental yeah. block on myself? <laughs> <laughs> um, because I really have grown to love Abby and I don't want Aww, to feel like, I, I don't want to be insecure about it all the time. Like even like recently, like, She'll text me and I'll be like, "Should I interpret this another way?" <laughs> yep. Oh my god! Oh my god. And I know, yes. and I know, and I, I know Abby well enough to know that that's the, not true. Yeah, I'm the last person. Oh, yeah. I'm like yeah. so straightforward, which is something it's I so love. Oh, but I let's love let her that. have her fear for a moment. Let's yeah. let's stay in your fear. Let's let's we're gonna <laughs> no, we're gonna I mean, work it's through good. it because yeah. it's it's always old. It always comes from something old. Oh, yeah. for sure. So I just told you I used to hide it in random corners yeah. of my house, waiting to be discovered or like missed. So anyway, uh, now, well, we're going to see how you can address this, this self-imposed fear. Okay. Let's by spinning spin this. the wheel. I can't wheel. see the wheel from my angle, but I'm going to trust you when it lands. Yeah. The wheel of eight. Na, 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 na. We love eight. And it landed on... Eight. Oh. Oh, shit. I'm not the girl you thought. Oh, I think I know what song this is. Is this the one that I sent you the demo of? No, no. Oh, yeah, I haven't showed this song to anyone, actually. So this is the new, this is the new one. This is one that I wrote, like, a month ago, or maybe a little longer. This is an interesting song for this question. Let's Maybe see. well, I'm gonna imagine it. Actually, it makes okay. It, it makes a lot of sense. I won't. I won't <laughs> say anything. I won't say anything. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. Now. Okay. Maybe it sounds good with the chorus. Okay. Um. So. I tried to fix everything. Tried, but nothing turns out right. I did everything.
Every time I talk, I'm not the girl you second now that was not the girl you thought from abby weems the answer to shireen's question how can she address her fear of abandonment (laughs) (laughs) um i love that song i don't think i've ever heard it yeah i haven't done anything with it i've never heard that and i love all of your songs but that one's particularly great because i feel like i just because i understand the maybe a little bit of the background but um I'm going to imagine that the song is about, it's like me talking to myself, (laughs) right? Yeah. Yeah. It's totally self-reflective. Yeah. Yeah. And like me talking about my own fears or the the, the person that I want to be versus the person that... Um, I'm currently struggling at. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, it's like, it's definitely about how you, like the idea is that you were like, when I was thinking, when I was writing the song, you do all these things and you think you're doing the right things, but it's like not what the person you're doing it for wants from you, um, and like you can't read their mind. But because of that, you it'll like it'll never be perfect because even though you're trying as hard as you can, it's just not the right thing. So, yeah. It's an amazing song. These episodes are like a triptych through an artist's life. And Mm -hmm. the difference between the songwriters of the person who wrote the first song. I know you were like, it's it's one you haven't played in a long time. But but it just... Super moving. <laughs> so you're on to something. I love yeah. I'm always I'm always a fan of like the newest song is always yeah. the best, but it's that's not always true. And in this case yeah. that that's a great song. I don't uh, know, yeah, I feel like I feel like it really does I that's such an interesting point because there is such a big progression in like your songwriting in that song versus the other one. And I loved the first song because I also hadn't heard that. Oh, it's a great song. I hadn't heard that song. Yeah. And yeah, I relate to it a lot, so too. Long ago. I wrote that song when I was, like, 17. Yeah. So. But it's still an amazing <laughs> song. And But the, the emotional depth of this one yeah. is so uh, tangible. Like, you can just feel it. Yeah. And so, so, and yeah. in terms of the answer to your question, mm-hmm. what so you, you felt like it was you. You were saying, I'm not 
you're saying to yourself, I'm not the girl. I, that, that's how I yeah. want to interpret it because I don't want to imagine it with a fight with Abby. Well, you know, <laughs> well, the, I feel like okay. the way that I interpret it is that you just have to be at peace with the fact that, like, you can try to do things, but it's never going to be exactly right what the other person is looking for or you're not going to get the exact reaction you want. And you just that's just life. And like you have to be OK with that. Yeah. Well, also not the girl you thought if you are thinking that this other person is thinking negative things about you. Right. Like, yeah. not the girl you thought to you could be a good thing. I was thinking that you were over there <laughs> thinking I was horrible. Exactly, yeah. But right. you're actually over there loving me and thinking yeah. you're great. Well, definitely that. You Aww. know, and I, I mean, <laughs> what you're describing, I think a lot of us, anyone who's been broken up with or lost a job or, like, I have that, I, I, I am getting over it a little bit, but I went through a period and some of the stuff I was describing touches on it where I just kept losing jobs in these really weird ways in this town mm. and it got me That's to this happened to me too mm-hmm. yeah and and you and it then you find some place where you where it works and it how long does it take like a right. year right. or two years before mm-hmm. every phone call you're like oh this this is the one <laughs> this is the one where they're t- yeah. telling me uh it's not gonna work and yeah. and i still you know i have that a little bit with here at star i got sometimes i'm pinching myself i'm mm-hmm. here at starburns and like i can't believe they like me yeah. and let me get away with the stuff that they that's <laughs> how i feel every day of my life <laughs> i can't believe they like me <laughs> no it's oh, not come that on, no. you guys imposter syndrome ever no. heard of it yeah <laughs> no i, I don't what is imposter be... syndrome um, it's like when you don't trust that you deserve like the things that you have worked for pretty much. <laughs> oh, I, I trust that I deserve them. I just trust, but I also am f- afraid that other people are going to totally misinterpret things that yeah. like, I'm not well, worried yeah, that I'm an fair. evil person, but I am worried that other people will look at me and be like, yeah. I just, I just know that I've taken self-deprecating humor like one step too far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause, cause it's, yes, but that's why I love you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I um, I'm actually just really honored. Not honored. It's like a very <laughs> big term. But I'm really like lucky and happy to be here with Abby and just to have her as my friend. Yeah, you're one of my best friends here, and that's so weird to me, but I like it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is great. But also, I'm a Scorpio, so there's only so close you can get. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Ben's can... in there. He's like, it's yeah. true. <laughs> I, know, I know Ben is really excited to talk to you about, because um, we were talking about we, what we all thought your sign was. And oh. I think oh. we all know what it is. Don't say it. Okay. I want you to tell Ben. Okay. Cool. You won't... We'll yeah. go Quincy Jones with Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Did you listen to, did you see, did you read that Quincy Jones interview? Did I read the Quincy <laughs> Jones interview? Yeah. My favorite thing is when he's like, hey. What's your sign? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so all over the place. It was amazing. Um, I li- I rarely laugh out loud when I'm reading something. I was just I was just like, oh, that's it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of brilliant, people should tune in well, to thanks. ethnically ambiguous. Yeah. They should also tune in to your question from the Cooper Walker yeah. episode because it was a great question. This is really a yin yang of like because you're the first time you were on the show. You were just out for blood. I, yeah. Whoa, you were furious. I, well, it was about... Reasonably so. Can I say the question? Yeah. Or, I asked a question. So I, we had just... Me and Anna were here in, in the studio because we were just finished recording an episode. And I was just talking about in the episode Syria and Bashar al-Assad and how much I hate him. <laughs> and um, <laughs> when I came on the show, I was so rageful i my question ended up being will i ever get to murder bashal or with my own two hands <laughs> and, and she got the song by cooper walker a song perfect. called marionette 
And which it was, was so perfect. Yeah. The Damn. lyrics were like on point. <laughs> I felt very validated, maybe even like hopeful, um, in my attempts. It's not. It's yeah. not over. You, like you have no, plenty of time. Yeah, he's still alive, waiting for me to kill him. Uh, <laughs> but I love thanks. that now. And then so this, so this murderous political <laughs> activist comes I've in. Never seen that side of you. <laughs> threatens to murder a world leader, compares me to mayonnaise, and goes did, on oh, her I way. Did do that, didn't I? <laughs> it was oh, fun. It was that's, fun. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was really. Sad. Well, we don't go down that road, but uh, our producer had a has a mayonnaise phobia. Oh, um, then oh, he, right. and he stopped working on the show like the next episode. So I'm wondering if maybe oh, wait, really? I think he was so no, it was for totally other reasons. He just oh got things God. got busy. I, I but, someone's life. but this is but this is my mind thinking. There was a, there was definitely a part of me that was thinking. Did she associate me with mayonnaise in his head? And now when he sees me, he oh, thinks no. of mayonnaise. <laughs> oh but, that's, but this goes to the kind of thinking right. that we share. This sort of yeah. thinking too much about yeah. the motives of other people. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Decisions when it's usually so much more <laughs> random so than that. And like, yeah, people yeah. are so much more self-involved than to worry about. Yeah. Most exactly. people don't have the time to post about you the way I oh, talked no. about in the last episode. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I feel like those two sides of me are very much myself, and um, I'm excited for Abby to see different parts of myself. The more I, because it really does take me a long time to be truly open with someone, and I'm very close with Abby, but I know we can be closer. I mean, I brought her to my grandma and my aunt's house in Joshua Tree. It was so amazing. I think it was... it's pretty official. Yeah. You invited her to be on Radio Eight Ball. Yeah, yeah so, so that makes it official. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was a great song. I'm very happy I chose. I got that one. Yeah. The Oracle. Hey, while we have you here, Mm -hmm. uh, would you mind giving us an ID saying, hi, I'm Shireen Lani Yunus of the Ethnically Ambiguous Podcast, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones? Yeah. Wait, Andras Jones. Andras. Andras. Like uh, Andras Jones. Andras Jones. Yes. Um, So I just go? Yeah. Hi, my name is Shireen Lani Yunus, and I am the co-host of Ethnically Ambiguous. I don't want to say. Wait, do I have to say that? I feel like I'm taking away from your show. No, no, you're the. We're, we're, no, <laughs> just say from the ethnically ambiguous. Oh, okay. And you're listening to. Oh, okay. Um, hi, my name is Shereen Lani Yunus, and oh, I said my name wrong. <laughs> so Lani. <laughs> I'm using all of this. So like... <laughs> hi, my name is Shereen Lani Yunus, and I'm the co-host of Ethnically Ambiguous on How Stuff Works. But right now, you're listening to Radio Eight Ball with Andras Jones. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave